Welcome to the Seven Figure Salon Podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the Seven Figure Salon Academy. If you're new to our show, welcome. This is your one-stop shop for tips, ideas, and inspiration on building a strong foundation for your salon and beauty business. This week, we are on episode number 33, and I have a very special guest with me today, Megan Sumrall. And she is a former corporate techie turned entrepreneur. As a business owner, mom, and wife, she is just like you and knows exactly how hard it is to juggle hashtag all things while still maintaining your sense of self and purpose. As a time management and productivity coach for women seeking work-life harmony, Megan will share with us a few techniques on how to gain control of your time and calendar. And so with us to help us master our schedule for work-life harmony, welcome, Megan. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So would you share in your own words a little bit about your journey? And as I was reading on your website and stuff, just your passion and how that came for time management. Yeah, absolutely. So I think like a lot of business owners, you know, I, this certainly wasn't what I thought I was going to be doing several, <laughs> you know, several years ago. Um, I spent over 20 years in the IT space um, wow. working in, in software and loved it, loved the work, um, figured this was kind of where, you know, I, I dabbled in some entrepreneurial things, nothing panned out. So I just kind of figured, well, this is this will be my journey and it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and I got married later in life. So started a family later in life. And before my daughter was born, um, I really had a lot of pride in how I managed my time organization because I'd been through dozens of trainings over my corporate career and did that for a lot of software organizations. Um, and it's amazing how this tiny little human being comes in your life and nothing works anymore. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And um, I, I was uh, I was overwhelmed for you know probably the first eighteen months to two years of her life, but I was yeah. still getting the things done. Yeah. So I almost didn't even recognize that what I was doing wasn't really healthy and wasn't right. sustainable. Yeah. And I had a moment um, God, when she was like three, where I took her to the park and a mom next to me asked me, what do you do for fun? Okay. And I was like, I got nothing, like literally nothing. I couldn't come up with an answer. Oh. And I thought this isn't, this isn't good. Cause the Megan of several years ago could have spouted off a dozen things that I did for fun. And the sad thing was like, I didn't even realize it until I was asked that question that I had literally lost myself completely um, from just this constant feeling of like being, every day was a race to the finish line just to get through the stuff. So that's when I realized I'm like, something's got to change and I need to figure out why this happened in the first place. So I spent the next year completely restructuring how I went about managing all the parts of my life. Cause at that time I still had my career I was a mom and I was actually building a business on the side as well. Mm. And as I, as I dug into why my old principles didn't work anymore and started creating new ways of doing it, family and friends started noticing a big shift in me. They're like, you look different. You sound different. You know, mm. and, and I felt different. Yeah. And I started getting asked to speak at some various groups here locally of working women. And 
I realized there were so many women in the same place. And that's when I was like, I've, I've got to get this in the hands of as many people as possible. So I kind of started on that journey and about three and a half years ago. Now I full-time stepped away from corporate and now am passionate about helping other women that were in that same place I was Mm -hmm. to help them understand like, no, you, I I hesitate to say you can have it all. You can just not at the same time to learn how to bring that back into your life again. Yeah. Oprah said that quote, I've quoted that on our show before. You can have it all just not at the same time. (sighs) Kind of like when you go to in and out, you can have the burger and fries, but not the burger fries and shake. (laughs) take one out. (laughs) It's summer season coming, (laughs) but I really resonated with you when my, um, when my assistant Brooke found you, I myself had had that same, um, issue with, I was a single mom when I started my business and I was only 23 and trying to juggle it all. And something very similar, nobody had asked me the question about what did I like to do for fun? But when we moved to San Diego, I realized I was so one dimensional. All I could talk about was my business or Layla, but really basically just my business. I mean, so I I was not well-rounded and I started doing like dance classes and I did some cooking classes. So once a year I did something so I could actually have a conversation with you, especially if you weren't a business owner, right? You would run from me at a social (laughs) gathering. (laughs) If we weren't talking ROI and KPIs, you know, we had, we had nothing in common. So I really liked your um, video that you had when you first get on your website about how most time management systems are made by men, because I've spoken on my morning routine on here. And that resonated with me because it was just meditate journal journal. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that and how you created a morning routine that, you know, yeah. And that's, that's why I think you and I connected so well. It's like, Oh, somebody else who gets this. Um, I've always, I I am naturally a morning person. I will admit that I'm, I'm not a night owl. Um, and I, I didn't realize it that I'd had a quote morning routine for years when I was single and no kids and all that. Cause your mornings is yours. It was quiet. It filled me up. I kind of did my thing before going to work. Well, then when all that changed, because now, you know, you're being woken up by a child. And it was like, the day started with people at me, started (laughs) noticing like, I'm not a, not a delightful person. Like I'm just not, (laughs) now I no longer am. So I started researching on it. Everyone talked about the miracle morning book. You've got to do the miracle morning books. I got the book. I read it and it didn't click with me. I was like, well, I'll do it. Everyone swears by it. And I mean, I did it. I did it to the like full 90 days. I that's how Elrod, right. For everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that book. And I was miserable. Like yeah. I hated it. I started hating the mornings when usually I'm a morning person. So of course, as women, what do we do? What's wrong with me? That's right. instantly what I think. what's wrong with right. me. So then I was like, well, let me go out and look for some more. And so I found a couple other morning routines all laid out by men. Mm-hmm. that were very similar to how Elrod's I'm like, mm-hmm. these aren't the, like I used to love the mornings and now I don't. Yeah. And so one night I was, you know, down the rabbit hole of Google searching and stumbled upon this study that was done around morning routines tied back to that Myers-Briggs personality test. Oh. And it showed that based on, and there's 16 different categories in Myers-Briggs, if you're familiar with that, and based okay. on which of the 16 you were, 
actually meant that you would need something completely different to mm. resonate with you on how to start your morning. So I got really intrigued on this. Yeah. So I spent, I, I researched everything that I could on it and kind of created a process for myself to help me discover what things might actually work better for me than what I was doing. And it's mm. polar opposite of everything that's taught in the miracle morning that, yeah. that lines up well with my personality type. Yeah. And so I got, I reclaimed my mornings doing something very different than what he suggests. And I was like, okay, I know I'm not the only one out there. So that's yeah. why I've kind of put together this little mini program that guides you through uncovering which one of those 16 personality types are you best connected with? And then giving you suggestions on then how do you go about kind of cherry picking what activities might be a great fit for you for the morning or evening if you're a night owl. What a great idea. I remember taking the Myers-Briggs and I forgot what I am an E in something. I want to say J, but that's so, that's so good that you put that together because I felt the same way. I don't want to get up at 5 a.m., even though I'm a super early riser. I mean, my team, they ask me all the time, when do you sleep? Because I'm texting them at like one in the morning and then again about 6.30 in the morning. But I like to get up at 6.30, not five. Mm-hmm. That, that hour and a half made a really big difference for me. And I felt guilty too. Like, what's wrong with me? Because I had a couple friends, like one of my friends in particular, she's the one who introduced me to the book. She was doing Arbonne. And, um, oh my gosh, I get up at five now and all this stuff done. And I was like, yeah, I'm cranky. Like that's just too early for me. So that was really, that's really insightful that you recognize it's not you and that there might be a better way for you, but that doesn't mean it's not right for someone else. Absolutely. And some people have a really powerful routine. That's 10 minutes. The other thing is I think people think I've got to get up an hour earlier yeah, well, maybe you don't. And when I started really recreating mine, it started with 15 minutes, okay. then it grew, then it grew. And at one point I was doing a little over an hour. Mm-hmm. Now my morning routine has scaled back down to 40 minutes. Cause that's where I am in life. And that, you know, it's kind of my needs right now, but I think yeah. understanding it, you know, there is no one size fits all. And if, if something's not working for you, it's probably because it's not what you need. Right. And at the core of it, one of the first things we uncover is, are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? And it's not right. the way you think of it, but how do you refuel? Like right. most people meet me, assume I'm an extrovert. I am a raging introvert, right. which is why if my day starts with somebody, like if I hear the word mom and that's the start to my day, it's not good for anybody. I need <laughs> to be, or Megs as my husband calls me, I need to start my day with a little bit of nobody at me yes. and be getting what I need to then be able to kind of be on for others. And on days where it yeah. doesn't start that way, it's like, nobody's winning in my house. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what my girls say at my store. They can tell when my morning routine did not happen because yeah. Helena is not a happy camper. Um, yeah. And I think I'm very much like that. I just like that quiet, I like to drink my coffee. You know, I just have my, my little thing. And so, yeah, I love that. The other thing that I saw, you had a really cool podcast about summer vacation coming and that pre and post. And I thought that might be helpful for my audience with summer coming. And I'm actually leaving for Florida on Saturday with my mom. And I feel all those things you said, like right before I'm trying to cram all of this stuff in before I leave. And then when I come back, I feel guilty and kind of pissed that 
I've got all this stuff thrown at me because I was gone. It's almost like I'm being punished because I finally took some time. So could you share with us a little bit of your journey? Um, And it started with me, first of all, I, I was beginning to notice like when we would go on vacation, it would be like the third day before I was actually in vacation mode. Yes. And yet I look over, I'm like, I feel like the second we get here, my husband's like instant vacay. And it takes me like three days to unwind to actually enjoy it. Then a couple of days later, we're packing up to come home and we were driving home. It was actually from my sister's wedding. And as we were driving back home, we'd had this delightful weekend. And the closer we got to the house, all of a sudden, like I found myself just starting to get irritable and cranky and stressed. I'm like, what the hell? Like, we literally just had a great time. What's wrong with me? Yeah. And I realize it's all the stuff that we have to do before we go leads us up to by the time you get on the plane, you're just, it takes so long to unwind or the car or whatever. And then on the flip side, the way home, we start doing that. I've got to do this, 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 this. And so we feel like we've completely, what's the point, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so I was like, all right, what can I figure out here so that when I go on vacation or take time off, I can actually enjoy it. And when I come home, I can actually not regret having been gone. Yes. And I was just last week, I was gone for four days for, um, a retreat with my mastermind. Mm-hmm. And I put these things in place and I was like, it allowed me to be so fully present there oh. and not, not come home and feel like I got, you know, a penalty for it. Yes. So the first thing that I always do whenever I have a trip booked, that is, you know, one, one night, no, but I'm talking yes. to the four days or more, whatever yeah. I will instantly go to my calendar and the day before my trip is to take place. And then the first full day home, I go block it. Really? Absolutely. Now, okay. if there's, if there's existing appointments there, they're there. Um, okay. I'll take a look at it and make sure I'm not jam packed. But the okay. very first thing I do is go block both of those days and I call it trip prep and return home. And that's just what I label the all day appointment. Love it. Because what will happen is over time, you know, you'll get a meeting request. Hey, do you want to go record a podcast? And you'll look at that day and be like, yeah, I don't have anything going on that day. Not visually remembering I'm, I'm going on a trip the next day. So we just treat both the day before we leave and the day we are, we're back as normal days. And we just yep. start before we know it, our calendar is full. Yep. So then when are we supposed to have the time to think ahead and prepare and clear the decks to actually be able to to go instead of having to stay up till two in the morning doing it. So that's the first thing I've put in place. So that way I know the day before I go on any trip, I have large windows of time to do any of the last minute follow-up emails, you know, turning on auto replies, passing off anything to my team that needs to be done, any trips to the store, whatever. And I'm doing it in a way where I'm not frantic trying to fit it in which feels really, really good. Um, The other thing that I'll do, and it depends on how far out the trip is, you know, if I'm booking something for two months from now, I will actually put a reminder in my calendar for two weeks before the trip that says start trip prep. And that's a reminder for me to say, what can I be putting in place now that, so my business is running on autopilot when I'm gone. So yeah. for example, I'm crafting any of the emails that need to go out, you know, updating any nurture sequences, automations, et cetera, because again, I don't want to be doing that at 10 PM the night before yeah. I leave. Yeah. 
And so if I have that little reminder two weeks out, I'm like, oh yeah, let me start thinking about, let me look at that window of time. What do I need to do now to make sure that everything is running smoothly while I'm gone? Yeah. Then when I come back, um, and this is hard for me, I'm very much, when I come back from a trip, I want everything like tidied up and put away and all of that instantly. But I've learned, I pick one thing a day to get caught up on. So, and everybody's different on what their triggers are. Like for me, a full email box makes me feel very anxious. Yes. So my, when I come back my first full day back, my goal for that first day is all of my email, it will be caught up. Now, if I can do it really quick, I might move on to something else, but I'm not setting that expectation for myself. Yeah. And maybe the second day is now I'm going to deal with all the laundry or whatever else that needs to be done. Then yeah. day three might be now I'm going to have a team meeting. I'll, I've scheduled that. Now I'm going to sit down and regroup with the team on what happened while I was gone and coming back instead of I'm not jumping right back into all systems go. Now I've got 20 appointments scheduled for that first day. That's why I like to leave that day I'm back completely free on my calendar yes. to be yes. able to kind of ease back in, get caught up with stuff. And then usually that second day, like, I feel great. Like I'm back on top of things. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's super huge. I did an event. Um, I think it was February and I immediately, and it was like a five day event. So then I went to work the next day, went to the store, had staff meetings. As you said, I want to hear everything that's happened. And I looked over at Kayla, my store manager here. And I said, why did I do that? Like, I didn't even get to download all the things that had happened because I immediately at, you know, nine o'clock the next morning, I'm like you recording podcasts, doing whatever. And, um, yeah, that's one thing that I've started doing is at least the day after the day before I'm still up till two, but I'm going to, I'm going to work towards the day, you know, and if you, and if you start now, like I can see, as I mentioned, I'm leaving out of town on Saturday. I mean, I'm booked all the way through Friday. Yep. So my little head hits the pillow, you know, and then, like you said, then on the plane, I'll be like, okay, breathe. So it's only a five day trip. I won't be relaxed till day, you know, day three. Day three. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you start small with just book a half day, like let's say you're yeah. leaving on Thursday, block your calendar from Wednesday noon on. Yeah. Appointments then, you know, if you can't get yeah. the whole day, I mean, even before my last trip, I went in when I went in to block the Monday before I left on Tuesday, I realized I already had two and a half hours of appointments, but I looked yeah. at it. I'm okay with that. I'm just not going to yeah. let anyone else come in at this point and, exactly. and protect that space. And particularly if you're going to an event, like you talked about, that's like a work event, right. Or yes. where you're learning. Yes. I need that first full day back. One of the things I spend most of my time doing is really intentionally reviewing all of my notes digesting them and then creating what is my action plan going to be from everything that I've just learned. Cause if you come, if you jump right back into the fire, all that knowledge, when are you going to go back to that? And you won't, you won't, won't. it's, it's that shelf. It's there. There's a joke about the bookshelf of all of the things that you've done. And then you've not wasted that time, but you, you really have to take the time to review because our brains, it's so much, and they dump so much on you at all of those our hair training uh, that we go to and stuff is kind of like that. They're teaching you new techniques, new marketing and all these things. And if you don't take the time to absorb it, how are you or practice it on your doll head? It it makes it very difficult. 
Um, I think that was really helpful though, especially with summer coming for a lot of our business owners, because I know they're like me and really just run right. They feel guilty. And so we'll, we'll definitely give that some time trip prep and return home to um, download. Is there anything else that you wanted to share um, with our audience that could help them in your time management? I know you have your planner program. Is there anything that could benefit everyone? Yeah, I think it's interesting when I've, I was sharing with you, I've talked to a couple different audiences of, of salon owners and it's something that I notice. I watch, um, my hairdresser do, which I really, I love the way she runs her business. Um, she really takes care of herself and because she takes care of herself, she really takes care of us. And I noticed when I switched over to her, I'm like, I feel like this is the first time I have a hairdresser where when I show up for my appointment, she is ready. I'm never waiting 15 minutes. And so I asked her about that Mm -hmm. and she said, well, I used to just book back to back, you know, get as many clients in all of that. And she's really moved to always trying to schedule 15 minutes of nothing between her appointments. And she said that way, you know, if something does go over, it's not impacting the next person, but she said, usually it doesn't. And she's always able to give herself 10 minutes of space where she leaves her station, takes care of herself, gets outside. And then the other thing that she does is always has a lunch break. Um, always, if she's tends to work more early, she has other folks that come in and do more the later hours and she requires them to have a dinner break. But I think, you know, as business owners, it's so easy for us to get caught up in, we got into business to help people, right. And serve right. others. So we think I've got to serve as many as I can. And I think if sometimes we can shift that and say, maybe let me think about how can I over deliver with a few less people and do it really, really well, instead of just kind of impacting the masses and then I noticed for me, I mean, even some subtle changes I've made with people being able to book calls with me, there's always a 10 minute window. So instead of booking a, a 60 minute call, you only book a 50 minute call because yes. then I know I have 10 minutes off before the next one. And just those little things that you can put in place where you are protecting your energy, your, your mental space, it will allow you to really be able to do more in less time. I think people are like, how do I do more in less time? I'm like, honestly, it's slowing down a little and, and putting in time for yourself. I agree. It's kind of like your sign behind you. Every yes is a no. Yeah. I love that because it's so true. And when you say yes to another client, we do that. We use a a system called Fresha to book our appointments. And I have 15 minute blocks in there because I noticed my girls, we're, we're taking in so much from the clients when they sit down in the beauty chair, we're like therapists, mm-hmm. their whole world opens to us. Yeah. You need to be able to download that for just a minute. And as you said, they'll go get the mail. They'll just step outside for a minute just to breathe. Yeah. I mean, there, I, it's funny. I was thinking back to my, and I, I was joking. I'm like, well, I'm here for my therapy session. And I intentionally try and keep conversation light with her. Cause I yeah. know she takes on the weight of so many, but yeah. I've known her now for years and we know yeah. personal things and yeah. often thought about that. I'm like, as the introvert that I am, I so admire you in this space. Cause you do, you take on a lot from your clients and you've got yeah. to take care of yourself. Yeah. But we love it. I mean, that's one of the I'm fun things about what we do. So, okay. So I found one fun thing to tie this up that you love shoes. Oh and my so, God. Yes. <laughs> I'm going on a trip this fall 
with a couple of my friends and it's our moms. So there's three friends, three moms, and these ladies are already shopping for the shoes. Like seriously. I would so, too. Really? Well, I need to know where to go get these great shoes. Cause I, I was telling one of the, one of the, my girlfriends, she's like, Helena, have you started like shopping for the shoes yet? I've already gotten a pair or two. I said, hon, I've got like eight trips before that. No, I, I'm not even there. But would you tell me where, where do you get all these fabulous shoes? Where should oh, I check I, out? I do love my shoes. And I think for me, a lot of it is if you find a brand that, you know, fits you well, that's really comfortable, then you look yes. for deals on that. So like, I know for myself, Steve Madden shoes always feel great. Okay. Uh, so I love to look for deals on Nordstrom's or DSW. Okay with them. Cause you earn points on both. Um, okay. same with the Sam Edelman and Vince Camuto. So oh, yeah. all three of those I know fit my feet. Like I've never had to return a pair from them, not feeling comfortable. Okay. Um, I, Nordstrom's is always my first stop because of the okay. free shipping there and the free shipping back. Love it. Uh, and you get it quickly and they carry yeah. such a good, good range of brands, but then I'll pop into DSW and, and earn points there as well. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you. I will definitely check that out. I was on Zappos last night. That's when I like. Yes. They have- I, and they integrate now with Amazon prime. I actually couldn't find oh. a pair of shoes I wanted on either one of my sites. So I went to Zappos before my last trip and okay. I noticed now they, they integrate right in with prime, which is another huge win. So that's another huge win. Yeah. I was able, we're going to play pickleball in Florida. And so I was able to get one of those little squirts and my shoes at the same time. So that Perfect. was pretty fun. <laughs> well, if you guys got massive value from this episode, please hit subscribe. You don't want to miss an episode. If you'd like to go deeper, with us on how to grow your business, hit your business goals. You can go to the sevenfiguresalon.com, schedule a consultation with myself or my team. And Megan, where can everyone else find you and learn about your programs? So I am easy to find. I am Megan Sumrall everywhere. So you can look at how my name is spelled. That's where you find me on Facebook, Instagram. My website is just megansumrall.com. And if you're someone that's just feeling a little stuck and overwhelmed with juggling everything right now, and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Um, I've got a great ditch the overwhelm cheat sheet that you can yes. go grab at theworklifeharmony.com. Um, and then my podcast is also Work Life Harmony. Well, thank you so much. It was such a privilege to have you on the show and I will see you all next week for the seven figure salon podcast. Thank you. Thank you.